0: Hey, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. You heard Chance and I on last time. Yeah, And uh, over the weekend, we went skiing. Chance's sixth oh, day on the mountain. Yeah, and yeah, poor yeah. guy. He's listening right now <laughs> laughing. I think yeah. he got angry with me a little bit because I took him down some hard runs, actually. Yeah. Both he and his wife, Mandy. And uh, yeah, he, he got worked out. So I mm-hmm. think he's a tired unit right now. Well, and then I showed up back half of the day with my son. <laughs> yeah, he did. Great photo, by the Who? way. That was
1: hilarious. It, You're yeah. the ski murderer. I am the ski murderer. Yeah, because I, it's I bundle funny. up so much that when I put my goggles on, you can't see a speck of flesh. My wife calls me the ski murderer. So I mean, you got to cover
0: up. I mean, for sure, for sure. You do. But,
1: but I show up uh, with my son, who's eight and made of rubber. Yeah, And so he just skates by He skates by chance like, hey, what's up? And, you know, Chance at that point, the end of the day, is like, I hate you, kid. Flower, kid. You know,
0: anyway, yeah. greed. Well, guys, welcome back. As I said, we've got a couple of great debates here. This is going to be a lot of fun. And uh, we are still in the midst of the television velocity season. We are. And due to our sponsors, thank you to our sponsors. That is Covercraft, Grios Garage, and Auto Tempest. Thank you to all three. For sure. It is these sponsors that made season two possible for us. Mm-hmm. By the way, if you haven't checked out Covercraft and Grios, use the code every day. Mm-hmm. So Covercraft will give you free shipping. Griot's Garage will give you 10% off your order.
1: And But hang on. Here's the twist now. Here's the twist. There is a twist. You're all thinking, okay, I've heard this, but you haven't heard this. Giveaways are coming. Yeah. So actually next week we're going to jump. This is a Tuesday. You're listening to this. Hi, hello, Tuesday. You're listening to this. <laughs> Next week we're going to do one of those guess the mileage on one of our long-term cars giveaways, and that'll be on all of our social media. So watch for that. Yep, we're going to yep. take submissions on all social media. So keep that in mind. It'll be straight up guess the closest number. I'm not going to do the prices right thing. You want to literally who gets the closest number <laughs> right, on right. one of our long-term cars? We may actually use the mini since it has a lot of miles anyway. We'll it is see. getting
0: up there and it's getting piled but, on. The, the Cayman's been parked. I've taken it yeah. a few times this winter. I've taken it out, but it hasn't been out in the last week. Yikes. But but whoever gets closest.
1: Will win what their choice from Covercraft, either one of their really cool sunshades, which I I can't believe I just said that sentence, but I do believe that, they or, or a day. or a cover. Yeah. So it'll be your preference. So keep that in
0: mind if you'd like to win some product from Covercraft that is coming in about a week. Guys, we have got Jenny up in the Bay Area, whose dad was a vintage car racer, That's and she cool. has this is very cool. She has written to us for a debate because she's been listening a year now. She walks her dogs in the evening. So we've got that. We'll take a quick break, and then when we come back, we've got Frank and Beth in Georgia, mm-hmm. Frank has written to us a few times, keeping he us updated on his builds and his projects.
1: Well, he has a Focus RS. And so he's been writing to us about an owner's experience with the whole, is the Focus RS? Does it have a head gasket issue? What's the problem? He's been writing his experience on that. Mm-hmm. But this is actually a car debate for his wife. So that'll be a really good conversation coming up.
0: You know, for both of these debates, I am excited to announce I have one car really? for both. I am really? snipering the snipe out of this. Wow, OK. I am actually really excited to talk okay. about this. I have uh, I kind of went to weird places on both of them. So I'm looking forward to talking about weird that Weird can be good yeah. because it can spark ideas. And I reserve the right to unsniper if I get a better idea. So <laughs> Un- unsniper shot?
1: You're, you're going you're to pull, my... pull the shot. Got it. Okay, good to know. <laughs>
0: we'll see. We'll see. Well, so as I said, Jenny, thank you so much for writing to us. Her dad was a vintage car racer, That's and cool. how many of you know Stanguilini? Automobili Mm. Well done. Along with Alfa Romeo and Ferraris, her dad raced Dang. these kinds of cars at Sonoma Raceway in California. Dang. Jenny, I mean, do you have photos as a kid? You were yeah, smelling seriously. the fumes and wrenching and just seriously. hanging around your dad as he was doing this? Yeah. How cool! Did he yeah, keep yeah. any of the cars? I mean, you wrote to us this one sentence, and I'm so intrigued yeah. by my all dad. You do this is
1: like wait a hang hang where, on. Where, well,
0: where's the tools and the racing stuff and the cars and the uh, yeah?
1: And then I go to the question of did he wreck any of them? What did that cost? How did you fix them? What <laughs> exactly? Who, did, why, who who got <laughs> shot? It's just you know <laughs>
0: exactly. Oh yeah, you've got a to debate too. All right, oh yeah, that fine, happens. fine, fine. All right. So she is coming, as she said, seeking assistance, maybe purchasing something new, maybe leasing something, maybe used under mm-hmm. $35,000. Yeah. So this is the range we're yeah. talking about. If the lease, the lease could be 500 a month.
1: Yep. But if we're buying or, or uh, we're buying new or used, we want to stay under thirty-five grand. So that's
0: kind of where we're hanging out. Right, right. So here's her must-haves, very supportive seats, and keep yes. that in mind mm-hmm. as we read her not have her, this, these cars are no-go. So yeah, Remember for sure. seats, and what Todd and I talk about all the time is uh-huh. great seats. She's got a bad lower back. We're sorry to hear that, but she needs seats with a lot of adjustability. Mm-hmm. She also wants something slightly unique that will not be eaten up by consumables, as we say. Brakes, mm-hmm. tires, rotors, you know, all those kinds of things. Well, it's the, that's our GTR
1: joke, and it's not yeah. really a joke. It's just a cautionary <laughs> it's tale. It's a reality. It's not about buying the GTR. It's about maintaining the GTR as it saws through tires
0: and consumables. So, yeah, no yeah, no kidding. Good miles per gallon because she has a one-hour commute each way. I'm Mm -hmm. guessing you work down in the city, possibly, uh, Jenny. Uh, So one-hour commute. So you're spending time in the car. Maybe listening to the podcast. No, that's
1: why as you're walking your dog. Yeah, that's a separate thing. But she's hoping for. I mean, we say good gas mileage. She's not hoping for 40. She's hoping for high 20s. So I mean, <laughs> right, that, right. That We're not in a, in a crazy place needing gas mileage, but we're not getting. We're get, not getting the massive V8 that gets a 13. That's not really viable here.
0: Couple of big twists in her email to us. Now she likes good acceleration and she likes to go fast. Is there anybody listening to this podcast that doesn't like to go fast? Fair. I mean, that's a given, right? Mm -hmm. You write to us, you like to go fast. Well,
1: and it's apparently the
0: only selling point you need for an electric car. I guess so. Yeah. It goes fast. Okay, good. Yay. Twist number one are the outside dimensions of the car. Yeah, I noticed this. No one has ever written to us saying, help me choose a car based on the overall height, length, and width. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. I've, I've, I've never up, chosen a car based. I've on I put up and little it.
1: ribbons in my garage to square out where the car can go, and there's no more space than this.
0: I'm shocked. So if you're if you really want to know, 182 inches length, 74 inches width, and 67 inches height. Now
1: this relates this directly her to her current car. Correct, 2010 Volvo XC60. Now what I'm reading in here that is one of four cars in their garage. What I think has happened is they have one of those. Puzzle piece garages like our friend Chris here in Park City. Oh, yes, right. Where they have crammed more vehicles than you're supposed to in a garage. So everything has Stuff. its exact space. Right. So that Volvo is now sitting in a space as big as she just discussed, and so we cannot exceed that space, I'm guessing because it encroaches on where other vehicles are crammed into the garage.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so that's the, uh, the dimensions. All right. Maintenance obviously can't break the bank, but uh, she has written to us saying... There's some cars that she won't even consider for a variety of reasons. Mm -hmm. She's a hatch car girl, but she will not consider VW Audi. She said the diesel scandal spoiled her appetite... Yep. So and this also relates out. to Frank and
1: Beth's email exactly for but, but Two. But here's the thing. She owned an A6 wagon that she liked. She owned an A4 quattro <laughs> wagon that she liked. That. She's owned two Audis that she liked. This is how much this has has soiled her to Volkswagen.
0: Well, speaking of soiled, BMWs are apparently target you as part of the ex-husband association. Yes, that's Just not good. Never heard of that before. And she says no Volvos either. A longer story for another email. Why? Despite the fact that she owns a Volvo XC60 T6.
1: Clearly that's the reason no more Volvos. <laughs> but but here's the problem. You you brought it up at the, the top and you're probably headed this way. Here's the problem. When you and I start talking companies that make great seats, two of the ones on the list are instantly
0: BMW and Volvo. That's and they're it. Both off the list. That's amazing. You thought that was the twist, but that is not the twist. Here is the twist. <laughs> <laughs> it's that currently her life and cars consist of her husband Mark and her two dogs, which she refers to as her fur children, mm-hmm. Blaz and Anna, <laughs> and four vehicles. So the Jeep Rubicon, which is on 40-inch tires, 60, 70 Dana axles. She said, this is the Moab truck. The and list could um, go
1: on is what she says. This is one of those things where she could crawler. have sent us the three-page build sheet, but she realized that'll be far beyond the, the two-scroll <laughs> exactly. rules. So, yeah, okay, so there's that car.
0: Exactly. So they also have a Ram 2500 diesel for towing, said Jeep, mm-hmm. down to Moab. Hey, you come to Utah. That's awesome. Now, she also has, in addition to that Volvo, the 2017 GMC 4x4 SLT Canon. And that's Mark's car. So mm-hmm. that's his daily work yep, vehicle. Yep, for So sure. four cars. Yep. You're into the off-road, rock-crawling thing, which is cool. But then all these other cars are off the list. Yeah. She's a hatch yeah. car girl. She's got a pretty good budget to work with. For sure. For and sure. seats. Mm-hmm. And we need space for the fur children. Well, but... Laz and Anna. Well,
1: but... Yes and no. I have, I have a twist on Blaz? that idea. Maybe I, I got that wrong. I have a twist on that, though. Could be Blaze.
0: But, yeah. All right. So uh, I have thought about this. And again, back to the dimensions of the car. Mm-hmm. I went looking. I've never shopped for a car based on Isn't dimensions ever. Isn't that weird? Yeah. It's always performance and handling yeah. and tires and mm-hmm. you know, looks and technology and all that stuff. So here it is. I'm, just, I'm not going to hold out on you. I'm going to come with the shot. And you might see this coming because it is a vehicle that intrigues the daylights out of me. I have talked about it ad nauseum before, but good news. The Mercedes AMG GLA 45 is exactly inside that envelope of space that you're talking about, Jenny. Isn't that fun? It's got a great back seat and a little bit of hatchy space Mm -hmm. for the fur children. Mm -hmm. It does. And the seats are good because the upgraded seats have that support, that uh, they're really nice for cars. racing-like mm-hmm. support. They're not quite race seats, but they're, they've got a lot of firm support, mm-hmm. which is great. Could be good for your back. Well, and there were Mercedes seats, so there's still a lot of adjustment available. Yeah, correct. And here's the biggest thing that stuck out to me. It is slightly unique. It's more than slightly unique. For sure, for sure. It's not the typical BMWs and Porsches and stuff traversing mm-hmm. San Francisco and the entire Bay Area and probably the area where you live mm-hmm. up in Sonoma mm-hmm. or anywhere in that area. I'm just saying, you're not going to see these coming and going. I mean, you might see a few others and, you know, honk at them and wave, and maybe there's some sort of, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> the a secret WGLA MG45
1: wave. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that wave is.
0: <laughs> Although, you know, the. Um, the cruiser bike guys won't wave to the crotch rocket bike guys, and vice versa. Why wouldn't? Why would they? Yeah. I don't know, but I just I'm saying. I mean, yeah. we're all on motorcycles. We're all like bike guys, right? No, yeah. Yeah. no, th- those are very separate classes. <laughs> anyway, so I'm I'm calling out the GLA AMG 45 for you again, and good news, I have found boatloads of them. Some of them for thirty, but if you mm-hmm. want to spend thirty five, you can find really nice ones. Jenny, I even found uh looking this up here, I found a twenty fifteen with twelve thousand miles for thirty grand hmm That's wow. nearly brand new yeah three year old car it's twelve thousand miles it's nothing yeah it's got the nav it's it's really sharp looking lot of power it does the hatch thing
1: I, this is a, yeah i have really three does. cars and that was one of them it is so i applaud you for that thing. okay we both landed there
0: and i i went shopping i just thought all right i'm sure it's going to fit in that size mm-hmm. envelope mm-hmm. but i actually was looking at the mercedes website mm-hmm. looking at the dimensions of mm-hmm. this car and sure enough it fits and the macan's too long
1: is it really did you mm-hmm. look it up it's i was just looking at this minute because it's too about, long i was, I was thinking macan but, but i don't yeah. think you can get a thirty five thousand dollars the, the macan S. it's a little bit more expensive because you don't want the base Macan, right. you don't want the little four cylinder. Right. So, so it's a little bit too long. I mean, like minimally, but a little bit too long. I'm trying to be rigid the, here. The to door those dimensions. Sh- Shuts know.
0: on the. Yeah. You know, on the bumper. And, exactly. Uh, it's all know, bad. I actually, I
1: actually drove by a garage this morning. It's snowing really hard in Park City today, so people are doing weird things. Drove <laughs> by a garage where somebody had parked their pickup in their garage. It clearly does not fit, and they dropped the uh, the garage door down to exactly match the top of the bed. So you couldn't get in their garage, but it was top half of the garage was garage door, and the bottom half was bed and then heavy-duty axle of the pickup.
0: OK. All right. I guess that works. Kind, this, kind of works, I suppose. You know, raccoons you know, like to go dig in your trash or well, something. Well, there is except for that problem. But no, I agree. The,
1: the GLA-AMG 45, I think, is great because it also does that hatch thing. It has it really that does. hatch feel.
0: And the unique thing. Exactly. They're just They're very unique.
1: Exactly. And because it's a little turbo four-cylinder, if you drive mm-hmm. it like it did to get its MPG rating, she'll get great. Great MPG. Well, yeah, I but mean, then if you drive most... it like you want
0: to drive it, it won't get good MPG anymore. <laughs> it Won't get good gas mileage. It's honestly one of the most high-strung turbo fours out there currently mm-hmm. made. I mean, it's it's got a lot of power, but it's also auto. So when you're commuting, you're going to be fine with it. Yep. And you like to drive fast, Jenny, and you yeah. know every uh, everybody else who's mm-hmm. listening. So I, I I actually think
1: that's a great sniper shot because it was one of my one of my top three. I'm glad had, to hear it's on the list. I had three to drive, and they couldn't be more different. Okay, but all the, right. But that Mercedes is on there. Okay, good. The other two I want to bring up here I think are interesting. Something you said, I, I kept thinking of ideas and then going, wait, no, that doesn't work. For either dimensions, for cars that are not allowed. I mean, you, you read this and you think, we'll get a GTI. No, no Volkswagen.
0: Can't do it. Yeah, can't do VW Audi.
1: It's out. Gone, totally gone. i oh, will get a 2 Series. No, BMW is off the list. Yeah. So you just start going places and you think, oh, you know what? No, that doesn't work either.
0: All right, I want to hear your choices before I say another car that I thought of. Okay. But then the budget, I thought. Well, we've got more budget than that. Mm. We've got more money to work with. And well, you so know, the, me, you hey, could go. We well, can you could more? go much more used cars. We can, you can always spend anything. less, but that's boring. <laughs> who wants to spend <laughs> less? Who, when who spends you can spend less? more? Who
1: does that? Honestly, I don't know. No, but so I have to say a somewhat obvious choice because it is an enthusiast car. It's not like anything she's owned, but good gas mileage. The seats are my question mark, and that is a current WRX. Okay. Are those seats adjustable enough? I don't know. Uh,
0: doesn't it have lower lumbar? It's,
1: it has adjustability. It has adjustability. But this is the thing. The, the problem with back problems, I mean, obviously, there's lots of things. Beyond but this. Beyond, <laughs> beyond the obvious. Yes. But I feel like they are as unique as a fingerprint. What is the thing that bothers your back? Sure. I don't know. And, and whatever your current back sure. problem is, random things will throw you off. And seats, you and I argue about seats all the time, because mm-hmm. as similar as we are in height, we feel totally different in seats. Very much so, so yeah. Jenny, the other thing is you're going to have to go to any car you're thinking of and just spend some time in it and see if those seats work for you. Yeah, that's so, a great
0: point. You, you can't say across the board that, no, oh, we've solved it. No, Here's no, the car no.
1: to buy. and So WRX, yeah. current WRX, okay. gets really good gas mileage when you're not hooning it. Like, you could upper, say that about any car, though. Yeah, but upper 20s, <laughs> you know. McLaren
0: gets great
1: gas mileage downhills with it, with it off. Yeah, exactly. So there's that. Your Expedition, I hear, is fantastic in that oh, regard. Oh, man, yeah. is it ever? So Watch the needle move. Go, go drive a WR. It, nothing like that's been on your list. It hasn't been on your ownership experience. It's a genuinely fun car.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah you yeah. could
1: commute in it. It it doesn't have to be precious. You could throw the dogs in the back. It's not a hatch, unfortunately. Now, when you and I were talking used cars a minute ago, you could go used. You sure, could get that world, sure. but but I I do think it's a genuine option because it's kind of like the enthusiast obvious car here. I think it yeah, can work. Yeah, there was that one. I did do the Mercedes as a real option to drive. Right. And I had this
0: thought. Okay, she
1: asks here as well. She asks about tires.
0: Yeah, this is the kind of because the other she says, part "Hey, email here. what
1: tires can I get if I'm not going to get two sets of tires?" Well, the first question I had was. You're in the Bay Area. It's not like the Bay Area gets surprised by lots of snow. And if it does, it's kind of like Dallas when it gets surprised by lots of snow, which is like, all right, nobody come to work today. (laughs) Stay home. We're not doing anything. But But if you have a day that is terrible for weather and you have to get somewhere or you have something where you have to take the dogs with you, you do have that Ram 2500 diesel.
0: That's true. It's not like you're without an option to do something else. I mean, you can tow your fun car to work just to still have it at work with you. Perfect, yeah.
1: So, I mean, I keep just thinking about you the you fact that if we go slowly? away from some usability here, that's not the end of the world because we have that Ram sitting there. That's true. For those random occasions that you need something else. So I'm going to say to you, Jenny, also, get yourself some really good performance tires because my guess is most of your driving year-round is going to be 40 degrees and above, and, and weather is going to be rain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You could do, look. There are some decent all seasons, but uh, I just don't want you in all seasons. I'd rather you got some performance tires. Agreed. It's and performance debate.
0: tires are good in rain too. A lot of them are. Yes, yes, so yes, that's, yes. That's okay. And temperatures, totally.
1: you're going to be fine. totally. Don't get the uh, the R88s or R 88s that are on the Lotus that are barely street legal. Don't get those kind of tires. But right. you're normal, like your your uh, your Michelin.
0: I mean, we admit to a big Michelin bias, especially the because Pilot Super we'd love Sports. love them. They're still great in rain. Yeah, they the are. PS4s are good, too. I mean, that's, yeah. that that whole line. Anyway, so I'm off in the weeds there. But here's
1: the thought I had. A car that gets good gas mileage when you want it to mm-hmm. is unique, is fun, mm-hmm. drives well. And I think the seats are actually really good, in spite of the brand it comes from, the right. Corvette C7.
0: Okay. I don't like GM
1: for seats in general. This is a way out in the weeds. I don't it's like gm for that... seats in general, but here's the thing. I actually think the Corvette seats are really good, and you've got the competition seats and the non-competition seats, and I wonder here if the non-competition seats are the way to go because they are less hardcore and they have more adjustability. Mm, now, Jenny's going to have to get in the car to know, but here's my thinking. The, the Corvette, we come back to it a lot because this is true. This is a car that will get the better part of 30 miles to the gallon when you're driving it slow because of the way it's geared. Yeah. So, Yeah.
0: but when you want to drive it fast... It's happy to drive fast. Oh, it'll be fast. One question about the size, that overall length. It does it. You're kidding me. I looked it up. You're kidding me. I looked it up. Look it up wow. right now. Dimensions
1: Because I was like, C7,
0: C7's too long. No, it's not. They just seem really long it to me. It does.
1: It does. So the C7 works. Unless unless for some reason I read things wrong, I'll look it up again while we're talking. But I think the C7 should be really investigated because those seats might work. And, I th- and, and keep in mind, Jenny, there's two versions of seats. There's the competition seats and the non-competition seats. Right. I think you might want the non-competition seats. We had the original C7 we drove did not have the competition seats. That's right. That's right. And they were surprisingly good and adjustable.
0: I still liked them. Was so I was fine. I
1: thought they were very comfortable. Then, of course, the Z06 we had had the competition seats. Mm-hmm. Also, really good, but far more hardcore, and they're going to be less adjustable overall. So, sure. this is a car with a good sized hatch, decent gas mileage. By the way, when you'd want to drive it hard, it is a Corvette. Handling power. Sonoma Raceway
0: who said that I don't don't know
1: know. somebody somebody sneezed that wow that's really interesting anyway uh, there's three those three cars couldn't be more different I don't think I've ever listed three cars more different than those three WRX GLA AMG 45 and the Corvette C7 but Jenny there's a fun (laughs) test drive afternoon
0: (laughs) those are pretty different and Jenny I have to say I love your shopping criteria it is the most unique I've come across so far the (laughs) size envelope and seats Oh, yeah, if it looks good, great. Does it have good power? Fine. I don't care about the transmission, but it's got to fit inside this envelope. Well, but it's great. There's cars off the list. Okay, I'm looking looking again right now. I'm looking again at the dimensions,
1: okay? C7, we're talking, right? Yes, I'm I'm a tenth of an inch inside on width, but I've got... Fold the mirrors in. Exactly. I've got six inches in length of extra. So her envelope is 182 inches. And it's, it's, it's claiming to be 177
0: inches long. Really, but it's seventy-three point nine inches wide. Fold the mirrors. Fold in. the mirrors in. Done. How how wide is that car though? Because she's saying sixty-seven. Oh no, seventy-four width, sixty-seven, 67 height. Sixty-seven height. Who cares? Height height's is, irrelevant. You could stack two of those in yeah, that exactly. So that <laughs> there you level. go, Corvette C Seven. I know you didn't see that wow. coming, but you can't put the dogs in it. But you do have a RAM. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> that is true. All right. Uh, quick uh, last suggestion on tires. Like we were talking about Michelin's, it's also my understanding. Somebody please correct me if I'm wrong. That Kumho, which are tires that both Todd and I have an experience with, and we like a lot, even their higher end performance tires, mm-hmm. and they're a lot less money because they don't spend money on advertising, but use the same rubber supplier as Michelin does. That's my understanding. Please tell me mm-hmm. I'm wrong. Maybe I'm not. That's that's what the tire guy one time told me. Said, yeah, they kind of source the same rubber supplier. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, so Kumos and Continentals are up there for me as well. I really like Continental tires. Yeah. You and I disagree on Continentals. I've they never really liked them. They were standard on you the Audi that I yeah. had, the Audi wagon. And they were yeah. They were rocking. They didn't last very long. I remember you
1: liked them on that car. I did. I, uh, I have not had good experience with Continentals personally, but I've had great experience with Kumos. My, mm-hmm. my conversation on Kumos is I feel like they're 90% of the performance of the expensive Michelins, and uh, they are 75% of the cost. So it can be a nice trade off. Mm-hmm. So that's a good
0: possibility as well. Well, Jenny, hello to Mark. Hope you uh, have a lot of fun doing some test driving, and uh, let us know what you decide. If you've got your own debate, there's actually a lot of debates stacked up that I need to yeah. get to to plan yeah. on. But cool keep ones. it coming. Everydaydrivertv at gmail dot com or on the website everydaydriver.com. dot com. Either one works mm-hmm. to get a hold mm-hmm. of us. Write to us with your own debate. Write just to say hello. Say hi, guys. Here's we what's do on my read mind. All. We read all of them. It's great. And many of you are. So thank you very much. We will take a short break. And then we're coming right back with Frank and Beth.
1: Recently, we were approached by this company called Omaze. I'd never heard of it. It's this really cool online funding platform. You're actually donating to great things, great nonprofits. And so they approached us about this new thing happening. Kimball Musk, that is Elon Musk's brother, has just announced he's giving away his personal, fully customized, loaded Model 3. That's right. Tesla Model 3 being given away for charity. All you have to do is give a donation to Omaze. So follow me here. Cool stuff is happening. Partnered with Omaze, the online fundraising platform. One lucky person is going to win this loaded Model 3, the sixth Model 3 ever made. Courtesy of Mr. Musk. Now, this is Mr. Musk, the brother, by the way. Kimball Musk, not Elon. But still, that's pretty cool. This is a loaded Model 3. Everything. Voice-activated controls, Wi-Fi, LTV connectivity, premium audio system, LED fog
0: lights, the long-range battery. Even the taxes are covered. You can enter for as little as 10 bucks, And get this, Kimball's own initiative to provide healthier futures to kids benefiting Big Green. This is the Promoting Futures for Kids Through Learning Gardens and Food Literacy Programs. How cool is that? The winner will be randomly selected at the end of the campaign. So what you want to do is go to omaze.com slash driver. That's O-M-A-Z-E dot forward slash driver. Now Omaze is a really great find for us as well. Check out their other experiences while you're on the website. They've got one for William Shatner, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and a lot of others. Don't forget to use that promo code DRIVER to double your chances of winning on any of these. And the best part is, you can rest easy knowing that even if you aren't the lucky winner, it's all for a good cause. Let's
1: talk about your bucket list for a minute. That's right, your bucket list. You know what should be on it? A trip to one of the greatest spectacles in all of motorsports, the Indy 500. I'm not talking any trip, but the ultimate Indy 500 fan experience. That's even in quotes. This is exactly what Amsoil, maker of some of the best synthetic motor oils on the planet, is giving away this spring. One lucky grand prize winner will win the trip of a lifetime to the Indy 500 to watch some of the fastest cars and best drivers battle to have their names etched alongside the greats like Foyt, Andretti, Unser, and Castroneves. But that's not
0: all. That's right, that's not all. Listen to what else awaits this grand prize winner. There's pit access, dinner with an Indy 500 legend, VIP track access, suite access to watch the race, $1,000 in cash for incidental travel or event-related expenses, round-trip airfare for two people to and from Indianapolis, Indiana, hotel accommodations for two people for five nights at a hotel near the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, ground transportation to and from the airport, hotel, and speedway, and multiple chances to meet the drivers. Just like they do when making high-performance synthetic motor oils, AMSOIL went the extra mile with this sweepstakes. And if that's not enough, 10 first place winners will receive one free digital download code for the Monster Energy Supercross, the official video game. To enter the AMSOIL Ultimate Indy 500 Fan Experience, text INDY to 41487. That's INDY to 41487. Or you can visit AMSOIL.com slash INDY.
2: Hey, it's Rob Riggle. And Sarah Tiana. And you are listening to Riggle's Pitch! Yeah, and a ham horn. And uh, <laughs> we have a new podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts,
0: Podcast1.com, and the Podcast One app. If you love the show, share it with a friend and leave us a rating and review. Every Thursday, we're going to sit around and we're going to talk about the things that really excite us, like life
2: comedy, sports, a lot of sports. Uh, Ourselves. A a lot of Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kim (laughs) Jong-un. Whatever. It's going to be a lot of fun. I hope you join us. Technology Truths brought to you by GEICO. Technology Truths. Truth. You will certainly send any text about your supervisor to your supervisor.
0: What's with Janet Spang's? Did she lose a bet with a weed whacker? (laughs) LOL. And sent. Wait, no, 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 no.
2: Truth. It's so easy to switch and save on car insurance at GEICO.com.
0: Janet, I think my phone was hacked or something.
2: GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Frank is
1: writing in on behalf of his wife. Now, Frank again has a focus RS that he is sending us head gasket updates about. Now the head gasket <laughs> thing is a whole life of its own. It is the fo- focus RS is IMS issue. If you want to get into weird uh, right. connections, you know what we mean? Yeah. That almost is a t-shirt. It's like, you know, E equals MC squared. It's like focus RS equals right. IMS equals head. I don't know. Sort something. of. Yeah. There's something Beth's there shaking her head at us already. It almost works. Frank's shaking his head at us. <laughs> yeah. But his wife, Beth is looking for a new car and he's trying to shop something decent for her at the moment. It's he and his wife and three medium-sized dogs and a Ram 1500. Hey, wait a minute. There's, There's all the kinds Ram of connections. the Ram pickup podcast going on here. He has the Focus RS, but the car in question is the 2015 Volkswagen Golf TDI that they shopped everything. She fell in love with it. She loved the gas mileage. They bought it and then, wait for it, Dieselgate.
0: Which was... Um Part of the reason that Jenny never wanted to consider Volkswagen I Audi. Know, I heard. See all the tentacles of connection in here? Anyway, I, I, I like finding that. I know you do. I know you do. I enjoy that. Well, Beth. Hello, Beth. Uh, she has had three cars in her entire life. <laughs> A late 90s two-door Chevy Cavalier that she loved but she wrecked on a mountain coming to see me. That's at least how Frank says it in the email. Did yeah. the mountain jump out in front of the car or well, but, what happened there? Well,
1: but the, the thing I take away from it is she wrecked the car she loved when she was first dating <laughs> you, trying to get to see you, and you still wound up married to her. Hey. I, I think this is <laughs> Love proper priorities. Is blind. This is proper priorities. The car died. She got a car she didn't like much after that, but yet she's you came out
0: the winner. <laughs> she still kept you. That's <laughs> yeah, the nice thing. Did. Yeah, that is the great thing. The other car that replaced that one was a 2011 Chevy Aveo that she yeah. named Little Putt Putt because it tried so hard to it, get up to speed. It made
1: real efforts. But I don't think I'll, I think that pretty much could have been the tagline of that car, <laughs> the so. Chevy Aveo.
0: It's trying. Get out and push. It, it's I, trying. I, that should have been the tagline. Yeah. <laughs> At what point does it give up trying? All right. So a couple of Chevys, then the Golf. And then, as Todd said, Dieselgate. Mm -hmm. And apparently the deadline to decide on this buyback or fix is September of 2018. So this year, and they're stuck because she loves her TDI. She gets between 40 and 57 miles to the gallon, depending on the type of traffic and type of driving that she does. She loves the torque. They say sometimes finding the diesel pumps can be a bit problematic, which I can understand, especially when they drive through Florida, because they're down in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Okay, So keep all this in mind. Remember, she loves the miles per gallon. Yep. They're in Georgia. So yep. just keep that in mind as, okay. as we're talking. Yep. All right. So apparently Florida has biodiesel 25, and Volkswagen says not to use over 15, which is interesting. Okay, So that's another, I guess, talking point there. And then drove the GTI, liked it, hated the gas mileage. Loves the TDI. Mm-hmm. Beth, could one call you a miler or a hyper miler? Do you have that mindset? It is interesting I'm that, just
1: asking. that she's so turned off just by not getting as good miles per gallon.
0: I'm laying the crumbs for my but sniper here's, shot here. I'm good, laying but, the But here's work. the
1: other thing here. It, it, the problem is, and let's think about this candidly, as you get into cars that get better gas mileage, interior-wise, they start to get less nice than a Golf. Yeah. For the same price point,
0: yeah, at the same price point. So,
1: true. so this is the problem again. She liked the GTI because it is the Golf with more pep, but it doesn't have the gas mileage. <laughs> I don't know the way to put it. There's jokes in there. Somewhere. There is for sure. But then, but here's the thing, though. If you go into a Prius, don't go into a Prius. You go into a yeah. Prius, but you go into a Volt. Okay, let's just take other cars where we know they get better gas mileage. Right, right. Than the, than the GTI does, but are those as nice interiors as a Golf? No, they are not.
0: Right, right. So. um she drove the cruise diesel, apparently, but hates the interior, the overall design, and the local dealerships.
1: Other than that, she was a huge <laughs> oh, fan. Man, great, it was almost sale. It was really <laughs> close,
0: <laughs> so close. By the way, I noticed on a Chevy Cruise the other day that you know how European cars are all gas tank flappy doors, are all on the right side of the car, and American cars are all on the left, generally speaking. Generally, yeah. The cruise is on the right, and I thought how European of you, Chevy. I. Well, never it's a world car before. for them,
1: you know. So there I you go. Guess so
0: yeah. anyway, it was just kind of struck me because you can always kind of, you, you know, what kind of car am I driving? All right, you can always kind of guess and get it right.
1: Well, hopefully, you all listening know this trick. Uh, pretty much oh, in yes. the last decade, yeah, sometimes more than that, but certainly in the last decade, if your car is that recent, your gas gauge has an arrow.
2: You might it's not have noticed, arrow. but there's
1: an arrow by the fuel pump icon in your gas gauge. Sometimes in the Mini, it's actually in the center of the fuel pump. You've got to look real closely. Right. But there is an arrow that points you to the direction. There isn't yeah. one on the Lotus because they figure you're gonna get out and you're gonna look at the car's <laughs> tiny. You could pretty much fuel it from either There's side. Look yeah. from the driver's mm-hmm. seat and see it, can't you? Well, plus this is Lotus saving money on, on everything. I have a turn signal indicator. You know how most cars you turn the turn, turn signal and it's blinking either oh you put the left one on or the right one on. The Lotus is you're, you're currently using a turn signal. Something is blinking. We're not gonna tell you which <laughs> right. side. We're saving money and time and like effort.
0: Like the the '80s VWs did, the, the uh-huh. Golfs and the Rabbits and all. Something this. is it blinking. Was just a light indicator. it's indicating blinking. Electrical figure out which car- side are happening yeah. in your car just fyi you're gonna turn it a direction anyway back to best story frank has written to us saying that beth is a very special woman who spends all of her days trying to help others and he's not sure how to help her hence the email and this is why they're writing to us and they're mm-hmm. both listening intently thank you guys for writing in We haven't sure, thank you yet sure. all right so they've given us a couple of options here She's driven some more cars. They were thinking the e-Golf. But again, keep in mind, she only averages 80 to 100 miles per charge on that e-Golf. And sometimes she can drive up to 160 to 180 miles per day. Yeah. So yeah. Remember that hyper mileer comment that I made earlier? Just keep that in mind. Yeah.
1: Lots of distance and, and gas mileage matters here.
0: It does. She said the current Mazda 3 was so so, hated that screen. Once you hate something about the car, it doesn't matter anything else. It's out. But that's What's a that? scourge.
1: Those those pop up screens I that look know. like they're an iPad stuck to the, the center console. I mean, Mercedes, hey, this is a good idea. Mercedes is doing that too. That's actually not that uncommon. I know. You kind of have to just go, this is what we're doing
0: now. Yeah, you know? I, I mean, I like to look at it as, hey, maybe it's replaceable down the road in the future, but maybe. I think yeah. not. All right, so here's the options they write to us with. Firstly, keep the TDI and take that 7 grand in restitution money. Uh-huh. All right, which is not a bad option because the market value on that TDI is 17 plus 7 is about $24,000. So leave that on the table, the car is about to go out of warranty. I mean, the problem
1: is that if they give if they do the total buyback thing, they're getting 28. And so it's that four grand sure. difference that is the thing. that's yeah. a little bit of a burn, but you do wind up keeping that car, and you walk away with seven grand. There's a weird twist going on in there. And let's be honest the uh, the used market for those cars is not going to be good.
0: Yeah, it's not. And second option second option here is sell that TDI and buy something else. Uh-huh. Okay, which is where I'm going. Third option is also a twist: sell that TDI and buy a beater. Until the Sky Active X or something else comes out that interests Beth.
1: Yeah. It's the it's the intermediate car. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> as a twist, Beth has a fascination with older classic SUVs like Ford Broncos. And they've kicked around the idea of you know, buying her a Wrangler or something that mm-hmm. Frank wrenches on, mm-hmm. gets it running, they buy it cheap, yeah. and she just kind of bombs around in that until they come up with the idea for what's next. Yeah. Yeah, it's fascinating to me and, and get it cheap five and, grand. And this is not this is not a miles per gallon car, by the way. But <laughs> I yeah, thought just... that's so opposite of what you've defined yourself to be already. Agreed. But agreed. Yeah. You know, sometimes life is strange. That's all right. OK, so what we're getting to is the budget. It's a fairly hard budget at thirty thousand dollars. Yeah. And yeah. Frank says, Paul, this means you. I do have a sniper shot and I have a, Good. a way to get there. Good. OK.
1: But again, if they're doing the straight up buyback, they're going to get close to thirty. They're going to get around twenty eight grand out of this car if they do the straight buyback with Volkswagen. They're going to get seven grand if they keep the car and take the
0: I'm sorry money. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna push a little bit, but I think it'll be worth it for you. Okay. And here's why. We've determined that Beth likes Chevrolets. She's a hypermiler. She drives a lot. Mm -hmm. She likes the small car thing, hatchy, and you know. Liked liked her Chevys, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. named them, and as a matter of fact, yes,
1: little Putt Putt was a big fan.
0: And uh, they've got the three dogs. Okay, yes. mm-hmm. I am looking squarely at the Chevy Bolt. I wondered, wondered if you'd go there. If you go on the website, it says starting at thirty seven thousand four hundred ninety five dollars, but after the federal tax credit, which is still currently in effect, yes, they start at just under thirty. Mm-hmm. Now the car shown here is 42 grand so yes obviously that's gonna push on things but mm-hmm. that's fully loaded optioned out but there's also a site here for um georgia power georgia power.chargepoint.com and sign up for the georgia power card you really start dug charging this out the network. i love it. all right you can be a part of this network and they are actually adding charges they've got a huge network as a matter of fact so the two to go to are charge point for georgia power and evgo that's evgo.com look at you These are the two that you and I used around Utah for the Chevy Bolt review that will be part of Season 3 on Velocity. Believe
1: it or not, we're already shooting Season (laughs) 3. Crazy enough. Season 2 is still airing. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. But go find all the charging stations that are for both of these companies, and you can sign up for this Georgia Power Card, start charging on the network. And I think it's going to kind of open up the horizon for you because... Yeah, you're you're driving a quite a bit of mileage, but Chevy's claiming 238, and you're in a climate where it doesn't really get too cold all year round. Yeah, fair. It's cool, fair. definitely. You've got the occasional not a whole lot of mountains to go up and down yeah. that rolls through, but you know you've got uh, quite a charging network. That's good. I mean, you're using nothing when you're in stop and go traffic. You're just sitting there. Mm-hmm. It's a fun car to drive. I think you would be really, really in love with this car. I'm going for Chevy Bolt. If you can, you guys are going to have to go work the deal and find the money necessarily and look into that federal tax credit and Mm -hmm. what it's going to do for you. But that's where I'm leaving things because I thought, sure, you could wait for the new Mazda. You could wait for, you know, we could try to figure out what's next and stay in the Volkswagen family. But the Bolt... That's where it's at, guys. Interesting. I,
1: I actually do like that sniper shot. I did not go there. Okay. I did not go there. I went somewhere that I, I read this and went, wait a minute. What about this option that isn't on the table yet? Okay. I, I went somewhere totally different. All
0: good. That's but good. But
1: the thing that's interesting about the Bolt in this discussion is, look, straight up, it is not as nice as an interior as the Golf. It's but not. here's the it's interesting not. thing. It is an interesting interior.
2: It doesn't doesn't feel feel like the
1: economy cars of the world because there's a lot of interesting, new, different stuff going on. Mm -hmm. And so I wonder if that offsets the fact that just materials-wise, it doesn't feel like the Golf does. Mm-hmm. So I wonder,
0: I wonder, I don't know. Sure. I mean, it's got a lot of visual interest, and yeah. part of the program for charging, you've got to enter your home address, and they actually want you to enter it because, say you come home at night and you've got it plugged in, mm-hmm. well, the car will know the way they set things up is it will start charging, not immediately, but at the low, not peak hours. Yeah. You know, you come yeah. home at 5 p.m., well, everybody's got their TVs on and, you know, air conditioners going and all that totally, kind of stuff yeah. but you know say 4am it'll know so you've got it plugged in and then it'll kick on mm-hmm. when it is connected to the Georgia Power Network and yeah. knows the lowest rates are possible right now
1: I love that you looked all that you up you wake That's up
0: great. your car's charged take it out for another day I, I'm really liking this, Beth.
1: Well, and I, I'm I'm intrigued by this because I'm going to go ahead and tease it right now. Episode, pardon me. Season three, mm-hmm. we are doing the discussion that Paul and I have been having for a year. We're doing the Chevy Bolt versus the Tesla Model 3. Yeah, are putting them side by side. We're driving them side by side. We're talking about them. It's going to be fun. We're very excited to share this. Of course, again, we're shooting season three already, which is just nuts. Guess what I'm thinking about? But anyway, <laughs> but, but I... I that's, that's why we have recent experience. <laughs> yeah, seriously. That's why we have recent experience in the Bolt. It's interesting to talk about that car yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. I guess you could say the Model 3, except you can't get one right now because if you weren't on the list already, you're still years away when you were on the list. Yeah. But anyway.
0: Bolt. Um, yeah, okay. So Bolted I like that.
1: I, I'm gonna, I looked at their options here and I went, wait a minute, there's an option that isn't being discussed. Okay. Again, the first option was take the TDI. Uh, keep the TDI, take the seven grand. Have we lost money? Is that a problem? Second option was sell the TDI, buy something else entirely.
0: That is, that is, which
1: is your where you're going. Which I like that. Yeah. The the third one was sell the TDI back and get a beater car until something more interesting comes along. Now two problems that I think of here. Okay. The buy something as a tied over car. You don't know what you're waiting for. That's the problem with that scenario. True. The uh, the cars it could that come be, you're up. You're saying it could be indefinite until you finally make and, a decision, and then what happens to the car in the interim? What if what if Beth hates that car?
0: Then you're what, forced to go buy something,
1: and and then and then what's the problem? How long do you tolerate that reality? Yeah, and then you've got a situation where we have to get something. Well, I don't really like this. Well, the thing I want does. You're 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 hoping for the best. That's the problem with that scenario. It's true. It's true. The thing I I really read into this when I read this email is her love for that golf TDI. Okay, it's it's. At the moment, kind of irreplaceable, and in a weird way, we, you and I talk about how if a car gets taken from you because it gets wrecked, right? And you still love it. Or go get another one. gets scandalized by a Volkswagen. This is this is where I think this is similar. Mm. She's being told you can't have that car anymore. She's going, well, but I but, but I, love I it. Like it. Why can't I have the car with that I like it with the stuff and the thing? Can't have it. Doink. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. So <laughs> I think it's I think it's similar. So my thinking is this: keep the TDI, take that seven grand, and follow me here.
0: Okay. Because
1: you like the gas mileage, you like the interior, and you're you're in love with that car. So just keep driving. And it's
0: an excellent car. The whole point was that it's not well-engineered. They drive great, but very well-engineered. They just
1: cheated. Exactly. The problem is that it doesn't claim to be all green. That's the problem. Yes. I'm just talking build quality, long-lasting car. It's going
0: to last for a long time.
1: Yeah. So I say keep driving your TDI. Keep getting the gas mileage. It's a car that she likes. Stay there. So now your wife is in a car that she enjoys, which we fully push yeah, I've been caught out by that. So just don't go, don't go there, Frank. Have your wife in a car she likes. <laughs> now, here's the thing that I think about is interesting. She wants a Wrangler. Now, this is so far out of her experience. <laughs> it, it, it's so far out of her life experience to this point. Here is my thinking. She might love it, Beth. You might love having an old Wrangler, but you might hate it. Okay. What mm-hmm. I don't want you to do is go buy one as the stopgap car and discover in two, three weeks, two, three months, Frank. She says to you. I don't want to drive this thing anymore. Now you have a problem of you have to get something else. Right. So here's where I'm going. Keep the TDI. Take the seven grand you're getting and go buy a Wrangler.
0: So you've got So the both.
1: TDI exists. We, it's a known commodity. Yeah. It's not clean diesel, but it's diesel, and it gets good gas mileage, and she likes it, and everything's the fine. The Wrangler's cleaner. Frightening, 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 frightening. The gas Wrangler's mileage clear. is terrible. The gas mileage is terrible, but we're polluting less. It's a trade-off. <laughs> I'm just saying. It, yeah. You could have a T-shirt good. with both of those that says, this is my garage. Which one's cleaner? <laughs> anyway, um, no, ser- ser- seriously. Not the one you think. Let's say you keep that TDI for another two or three years, because the TDI is now the stopgap car for what
0: replaces it in miles mm-hmm. per gallon world. I mean, so you are going to get a car. lot less money for it after that buyback period ends. Yes, but, they're but going to take a
1: bath. They, but here's the thing. In two or three years, you drive that car two or three, four, five more years, you don't need anything out of it at that point anyway, really. Just drive it into the ground, you talking? Just keep driving it because it works. It does what you want it to do. So let it be the tool okay. that does the things that, that play with strengths. Mm, okay. Get the Wrangler with the seven grand because that means, if you will, the Wrangler doesn't have to be something that sticks around for long. If Beth loves it, great. Work on the Wrangler. Wrench the Wrangler. Cool. Something else comes up in two or three years, and you can get rid of the TDI and get that. Brilliant. Mm, Or she's two months in, and the Wrangler's like, why did I get this thing? (laughs) What were we
0: thinking? That might
1: happen. (laughs) And if it happens, then you just jettison the Wrangler. For something else, and you're still covered with the with, with the, the TDI. car that works and does the miles per gallon thing that she likes, and the yeah. a car she likes. Yeah. So I'm I'm am not actually recommending anything else. Really, I'm just saying, stay TDI, take the seven grand, and explore the weird Wrangler idea over here, and to see if that really is a thing. <laughs> Gives you the option. I I want to create options here because I think that's what Beth
0: needs. Yeah, true. And so that's, that's why I'm creating, for.
1: that's why I'm creating this new option. I think that's the way to go and I'm leaving it there.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. Well, Frank and Beth, thank you for writing to us. Uh Beth, the jokes are endless because, you know, if you take the Wrangler off-roading, that's the only time it's going to be dirtier than your Volkswagen TDI. So, let the jokes begin. You're
1: having way too much fun oh, with yeah, that idea. You really it's are. great.
0: They write themselves. <laughs> All right. Well, uh jumping to questions here. Yeah. We've got a load once again. Guys, I honestly, I was thinking today, as I was scrolling through questions, mm-hmm. it's your creativity on the questions that make the podcast good. Make it better?: For sure, absolutely. It just the, the creativity is great. Mm-hmm. Starting off with the question on Facebook from Kyle N, what would the show look like with the budget from Grand Tour?": Oh, wow.: Yeah, creative. It, it would look um, the, the graphics would change and be, you know, <laughs> con- consistently updated, let's say. And I want to go to Dubai. I honestly, I've been talking to you late last Mm -hmm. year about. Mm -hmm. I'd love to go to Dubai. We'd love to go to different countries all around the world. We'd love to do the pilgrimage adventure around the world, and Mm -hmm. you know, we're we're announcing, sort of teasing you, planting the seeds with the third adventure, the pilgrimage adventure, coming later in twenty eighteen. So, stay tuned for that. But all kinds of stuff. It would. I don't think it would change the mindset of what you and I do and our approach to cars, and we would still drive lukewarm hatches and still drive those kinds of things. It would just mean venues and the length of time that we have with each car would yeah. change. Yeah. And the, I think the locale would be the big thing. We I agree would with change that. I agree the locations constantly mm-hmm. every shot has a different location around the world maybe <laughs> not Let's really spend money
1: but but the amount of money they spend is staggering and uh, and, and then every there's time... helicopters I like helicopters well but see the drone works fine drone every works time great, I see but... the amount of crew on set <laughs> that in the background of a shot I sit there staggered on the couch because I know how few people we use. You've heard them all on this podcast that <laughs> yeah. we use. The, the, yep. but honestly, the biggest thing that would change, and I can I can follow this rabbit trail. The biggest thing that would change is my workload. I hate to say it that yeah. way, but there would be so many more bodies. And I would say our workload of just hassle because, yeah. it would, and, and yeah. I don't say hassle as a burden. I just there are just little. Oh, that just popped up. We got to solve that. Yep. Oh, that's all the unexpected little stuff that is a result of making a show like this that we have to solve. Okay. Yeah. So what we would do is we'd have a lot more bodies to throw at problems. That's the first thing that would happen. Money. Money. So that
0: you know does solve problems. Not all the time. No. But
1: but but, but we would be able to pay people to just be like, by the way, that thing just caught on fire. Please go solve that, okay? Because that <laughs> Maybe happens, literally, because because that ha- seriously, because that happens all the time. Yeah. So I think you and I would be more relaxed as hosts because we would be doing fewer of the little "that is on fire" problems.
0: Yeah, that I agree would with help. that. that would I help. agree with that.
1: That would be very nice. Uh, I I don't have a problem with overseeing edits and being involved in the post. None of that bothers me. But uh, look, this year the only reason the lemons piece got done is because I gave all of the footage to poor Chance and said, sort. Mm-hmm. Okay, so We've the,
0: beat on this poor guy lately. We have. Man, chance is deciding
1: if he really wants to be friends with us or not. No, seriously. <laughs> no kidding. But, but anyway, so he, he started sorting. While I was cutting the first four episodes, he was working on five because it was such a monster as far as footage was concerned so that I could step into it already kind of pre-sorted. He was essentially my assistant editor, which is exactly what an assistant editor does. Mm-hmm. So we'd have a lot of more people doing that kind of stuff. They'd be doing prep Okay, And they would be doing problem solving while you and I are worried about being hosts and driving fast. By the way, talking coherently and driving quickly are not necessarily easy to do at the same time. (laughs) So that would help. We would have a 44-minute show instead of a 22-minute show. It would be an hour. That's a great point. And we would be able to do four-car comparos. Four-car comparos is honestly too many cars for a half hour. It's about right for an hour.
0: But, yeah, for 44 minutes if you look at a lot of our, yeah. If you look at a
1: lot of our four-car comparos on YouTube, they're running around 40 minutes worth of content. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. So four yeah. cars can be done really, really well in 40 minutes. Uh, two to three cars is possible in our 22-minute TV format, but four is just you're, you're, you're moving too quick.
0: Yeah, and, and I like agreed. those edits.
1: They've worked, but we're moving too quick. So we would have a longer show. And then I agree with you. It would be locales. You and I have a lot of places. Here in the U.S., we're like, I want to show off that road. And then we go, there's nothing near that road. We just have to spend money yeah. to get to that road, yeah, to get cars to that money. road, to have people at that road. I would love to go to crazy roads. There's three or four I'm thinking in my head right now that are near nothing yeah. in the U.S. Yeah. that I want to show off. But the, the logistics of doing that require
0: cash and people.
1: To just get the whole world there to shoot, mm-hmm. that would be what the budget would go to.
0: I mean, if we're talking cash, Kyle, I would like the new Earth Roamer, the one point five million dollar Earthroamer. <laughs> sure. For you know, when we're out, start production doing, vehicle. Doing you this. really are dreaming now? And um, if we can't find a press car, we just go to the dealership and buy it. Mm. And then finally, we would have a brush wrangler for your hair.
1: With, with here's the thing, and old, only green eminence, right? Uh, exactly, <laughs> only green eminence. <M&ms, laughs> <knew> exactly. It. <laughs> and somebody would be standing there with with an umbrella just to shade us from the sun. Yeah. No, but here's the thing: with the kind of money, I want grand, good food
0: on set. Can I request good food?
1: We normally just eat decently. We get just don't. Pretty good. We eat decently at night. We just don't eat lunch. That's what happens. We we <laughs> eat true. we eat the terrible like what is available at the deli today at the grocery store yeah, for lunch exactly. because we have to shoot more. Yeah. And then dinner, we actually like relax. Dinners are nice, but
0: on set, like, I hear you, you know I, hear I want you. snacky stuff all day. You want long. catering? I want somebody to stick a bottle of water in my hand. You I'm... want catering is what yeah, you I want. Do. Yeah,
1: that that's all bad. So anyway, but that's the <laughs> thing is is I think that workload would be lessened, but the production location would be far exceeded. And honestly, the kind of money Grand Tour has, there would be some locations. Yeah. yeah. Wow.
0: People are getting paid. All right, Kyle. Excellent question. Very very creative. Very fun. See, we very could fun. Uh, we could go onwards with that one, but. Uh, what else? What questions uh, do you
1: have? Uh, Linus, my friend on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> every time we ask for questions, you ask about the Vanderhalls.
0: Yes. Uh, you're local
1: to Utah. You're asking, we're in Utah, you're in Utah, why don't we give Utah love and drive the Vanderhall? Are you aware of the fact that we have? We drove the Vanderhall. Now, we have not driven the Laguna. He mentioned the electric, That the direction yes. they're going. And Vanderhall's making lots of changes. We drove the original Vanderhall that was their flagship that they first released. Vanderhall was very excited for us to drive it until we drove it, and then we, they heard our comments. And to their credit... They weren't happy with they us. They have made a lot of changes, and they keep calling us.
0: I'd like to think because of us. Maybe not, because well, uh, other folks drove we, it and had the we, same reaction. Here's
1: the thing. We drove around the same time as Matt Farah, and there were very similar comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, But look... Their, their build quality is fantastic. Mm-hmm. They're doing it with very small budget and a very small crew, and they're very dedicated to it, they keep making changes. So first off, Linus, I'm going to say, go into YouTube and watch our original Vanderhall piece. You keep asking us to drive one. We have. Mm-hmm. Secondly, they have asked us, they, Vanderhall, have asked us to drive Laguna. We would like to, but they started asking us in November. It is currently snowing in Park City as we record the podcast. I'm not driving a just open top laguna until sometime around may mm-hmm. so yeah. thank you we've heard you but it's snowing outside so give me a break <laughs>
0: <laughs> did you see jeff h's question here on facebook about uh our fear of putting our speedometer readout on television Mm-mm. this is a sharp-eyed individual here he's asking about uh he says i'm asking for a friend of course you are jeff yeah Hypothetically speaking, if you're clearly recording on an open public road like the Pacific Coast Highway in California mm-hmm. and your digital speedometer like uh, one in the Corvette happens to read what it does, what's our uh, what's our take on that? Any mm. laws about that? Um, we very much advocate for... Obeying the public speed limit, the posted speed limit, we very much advocate for that and uh, not street racing. You know what we're talking about. Yeah, for sure. For sure. We um, have sometimes been accused of not driving fast for uh, the review, I would say. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so many times you don't know what speeds we're going and what can be, I'll just say, 80 miles an hour looks like 30 or 40 it looks like we're creeping mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it depends on the camera angle the way it's shot it depends yeah. on a lot of things the location
1: the car i'll give you the great example if you have a 20 mile an hour corner okay. and you take it at 40 mm-hmm. you are doubling the recommended speed for that corner you're doubling the speed limit yeah and that will look slow yeah it does it just looks slow the, why the is that just slows what's going those things yeah.
0: down Unless you're doing a burnout or something like that, but you
1: know what I mean. No, but back up for a second. Hang on. When you see – I'll go to Chris Harris. When you see those fantastic slow-mo slidey things – folks, this is done in first, maybe second gear. These are not done at high speed. They're not slow-mo. This is camera trick stuff. You and I are trying really hard to be as real as possible. We don't speed things up. We typically, unless it's really cool, don't slow things down. This is what the car really looks like. Yeah. And below, yeah. you you called that out, below 80 miles an hour, cars typically don't look fast on camera, which is a real conundrum. Mm-hmm. Going to the PCH piece, there's one place specifically where I'm behind people, and I pass them by floorboarding that car. Right. I am not trying to see how fast I can go. I am floorboarding that car to show the speed of the car. And the speed is staggering.
0: And that's the issue here, Jeff, is in any time when you're passing a car or, you know, even with the, the dashed lines and you're, you're clear, the sight lines are clear, mm-hmm. you're just passing, you're going to ex- exceed the speed limit. But then you need to get right back down. You mm-hmm. just needed to execute a maneuver safely and quickly enough to get out of the way of oncoming traffic. Yeah. Yeah. People do that all the time. True. That's very common. You need to get around somebody. Yeah. Of course, yeah, and the safest cars, as we advocate for, are the ones that can avoid the accident in the first place, Sure, so get out of the way if your car doesn't have enough power to get past the truck, pulling the thing, that's a problem, mm, yeah, and then getting around and getting safely back in your lane, so that is the issue as well, and if the camera is just happening to be recording that speed at that moment. Well, that 's kind of the issue behind it too but the, the other question he 's asking
1: is this though: how do we feel, and you and i 've talked about this, how do we feel about showing those speeds connected to you and I in a known location on camera and i 'll be honest, we take a risk we take a flat out risk yeah
0: we 're reluctant honestly but, uh,
1: very reluctant but at the same time, we do want to show what these cars can do, and uh, look i 'm sure there are some of you listening that think we 're reckless I, I that could be argued. I guarantee you we're never trying to be reckless. <laughs> Absolutely. But, but there is that weird conundrum of, honestly, it's it's a push and pull of, we need to show what these cars can do, but what these cars can do often isn't accomplished at the speed limit. Yeah. It's, it's weird. It, it, it's a it's a problem to some degree for a show like this. Yeah, it is. Because the other side of the equation is, if we did this show every time at the track, it would be half as watched. Because track reviews generally, and I will go back to the first season of top gear usa okay. not the not the recently rebooted one i mean the, the one the with tanner faust, first. Tanner faust and, Ru- and rutledge and all that yeah i knew a guy that was an editor on that show oh yeah and they right. were doing right, right. real time audience responses every time with the dial with the dial you can yeah, track oh they're loving yeah, it yeah. they're loving it oh the, all the dials turned turned low every time they cut to a even a well shot straight up single car track review the numbers dropped through the toilet mm they were well shot. They were super fast. They had a closed track. This is the the extreme edges of what the car can do, and the audience, by and large, doesn't care. It's amazing. So that puts you and I, we're obsessed with getting these cars in interesting locations because look at this location. Look at that awesome road. Mm-hmm. We actually got a couple of emails about the PCH piece. I don't want to watch you guys drive slowly. By the way, there's <laughs> traffic in front of us. Yeah, exactly. So exactly. this is the problem. There is a segment of the audience who only wants to see they don't want us on track, but they want us to see us go fast. We want to show what these cars can do. There's a lot of, of issues fighting each other here. <laughs> yeah. I will admit this is a problem, and on our regard, a little bit of a risk.
0: It is, it is, and we're we're doing it in such a way where it is minimizing that as much as possible. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, thanks for the question. Thanks for noticing. And uh, you're right; it is with great reluctance that we do that. So, all right. Other questions that you found?
1: Uh, Dammy asked, uh, called me out on the FRS. Yeah, you asked, did. Okay. Did I ever consider turbocharging or supercharging the FRS? And would I have considered that uh, Did I not? Because I thought it's it tuning out of class. Mm-hmm. And isn't that like the thing the car needs? Uh, Dammy, the number one reason I didn't do it is because doing what I wanted to do, which was a supercharger on a turbocharger, was going to cost about six grand. I didn't have six grand. Mm-hmm. And also, I knew two things it wasn't a forever car for me. I was going to move on to something else as a long term. And here's the thing I would have an FRS right now and enjoy it if I had a six car garage, would be in there. If I had a four car garage, would be in there.
0: Sure. Okay. Oh, I know. Well, I thoroughly I know. enjoyed it.
1: All yeah. right. I enjoyed it the day I sold it without it being supercharged.
0: <laughs> the day you watched it drive yeah, away. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 So I would love to have it supercharged, but I knew if I put five or six grand into it, which I really didn't have at the time, but if I put five or six grand into that car, it would increase the value by none. <laughs> it was a car that was w- yeah. was quickly decreasing in value anyway. If I put all that money into it, I would get none of that money back out. Since I wasn't going to keep the car for a while, there was no point. And it was an interesting car to discuss what can you get out of this car without spending five or six more grand. Mm-hmm. So we got all of that accomplished. Now, let me flip it, flip it the other way around, though. I would love, I've joked about it on the podcast, about having an FRS and doing an, a really cool LS swap. I would be interested in that if i was had the money and was shopping for a, for a fun car if i was buying a kind of forever track car i'd seriously consider an frs supercharging it and just keeping it for a decade and just turning it into a track car because at that point you bought it for nothing and its purpose is to be beat on not to sell again hmm then I would seriously consider it because at that point it makes sense because the value is irrelevant and its purpose is just get beat on and go
0: fast. And the fun factor is still high enough that the the price and, and the value is irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. All right, on Instagram there's Nico Meager asking us, one of the most creative track daily crush questions I've seen in a long time, and that is actually with three different shows. And what he's saying is, oh, which uh-oh. show would you renew for a season? Which do you hire for a feature-length movie or documentary film? Mm-hmm. And which one do you cancel? Track Daily Crush Yikes. in the sense of Grand Tour. I was going to avoid this. But okay. New Top Gear or Drive on NBC. And I will <laughs> I will take this. Okay, I'm going to crush Grand Tour. Okay. And spoiler alert, here's why. I turned off the last episode of the season when the guys were trying to save world hunger or solve world hunger. And it was just due to the the overbearing, constant sight gags from James May with the water sloshing down the back of his neck and the Mercedes. And it just, it was just, okay, come on. I get it. You're just grinding it into the dust. Interesting, interesting. I I just got bored with it and Hmm. I turned it off Hmm. because they're going to come up with some silly solution at the end. And it's just, it's too much forced comedy for me. Interesting. And I turned it off. I didn't watch oh. the rest of it. I have not seen the end to that film. Maybe I will never, because huh. I don't care anymore. Interesting. Interesting. I want to learn about cars. I want to see the cars. And now we're just getting off into the super weeds of nothing. It just it didn't turn me on anymore. Now That's I'm not, not even being entertained. I'm being... That's fascinating. Okay, I can see that. Okay, there's the bad joke again. Oh, my gosh. Come on. So I'm going to crush the Grand Tour. Huh? I think they need to... Come back to what made them popular. And how
1: how would you define that,
0: though? Really focusing on cars. Even though they do. They Mm -hmm, have one mm -hmm. particular great car review with whatever the newest thing is. More of that, please. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I I love the locations. But then when we're, you know, he's trying, Richard's trying to dry fish in the sun on the back of a motor. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. So I Hmm, could get a lot of hate mail for that. I am putting myself out there, and I'm happy to debate it. I just felt that way at least with the last episode. It just, it didn't do it for me. Okay. Visualization, All right. All right. watching yeah. it, I just, I stopped caring. So then uh, with Top Gear, I would renew that, like in the new Top Gear. Yeah, and I would hire like the Drive just, guys okay. for a for a feature length film for a okay. documentary. Okay, I would hire those guys. So. Hard to touch, I know, and and we can debate this. You can disagree with me up one side and down the other, and happy to have the debate. I just, yeah, the last thing I was watching just kind of went, meh, I don't... I feel like I'm wasting my time.
1: You know, let's be honest. They have gone to... Grand Tour has gone to when they were still top gear, they went to the big trips because those were the things that got them big ratings.
0: Agreed. agreed. And and
1: the thing I wish they would do is in that regard, and I do think this last episode, episode 11 of this second season on, on Amazon is, is interesting. It's got some, some good and some bad. And I think it's interesting. You turned it off. I did watch the whole thing. You and I could uh, debrief it for a while. We won't do that now. Sure. Sure. But I, I actually liked when they, when they do things you don't expect in cars and it doesn't have a gag beyond that. One of the ones I'm thinking of that was not that long ago it was actually right before the other top gear ended. They did V8s in South America and they were trying to tr- drive the southern part of the part of the earth. I mean, I agree now, that, that was very
0: interesting and I'm really focusing on this episode. I know. This
1: particular episode didn't do it. That for me. one went sideways because of other political issues and did they have problems? Yeah, and that's a whole separate thing. Yeah, did. But it was interesting to just watch somebody try to take James in this case, a Lotus Esprit where a Lotus Esprit should not be. But there wasn't some grand – and that, and that episode, which went awry, mm-hmm. had this kind of extra, we're going to make a political statement on top of it, as did this Africa episode. We're going to talk about a larger issue. Look, you're a car show. Yeah, take a car, take cars that we don't expect to someplace crazy and just see if they make it. Mm -hmm. And there's drama or there's not. I don't think it needs an extra political or commentary element on top of that. Because I think that's the place where it's much harder to pull it off. Well, sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. I and mean, that was the issue with this Africa episode. And let's be honest, that was the issue with the one driving, driving, trying to drive to South America and getting to the Argentina with a bunch of uh, European guys. And now we have a problem because of the Falklands War. Okay? Yeah. Because you, yeah, tried, to, you, just... you tried to connect to the Falklands War and the whole, forget it, just drive cars that somewhere was crazy. unnecessary. I, I agree. think that's the thing that's starting to be difficult for them. I think the current UK Top Gear with Rory and Chris and Matt mm-hmm. is much better than any of us expected. I agree, I which agree. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. We know the Drive guys, which is where this gets a little prickly Sure, to do this. Sure, There are things about the Drive show I wish were better. In the next breath, there are things about our show I wish were better. Agreed. So Agreed. as a result, I don't feel like I could touch that one.
0: Fair enough. I mean, I'll say one last counterpoint. When the three guys were still on Top Gear UK, all right, the the original Top Gear UK, and they went to Iceland and then did the trucks in Iceland – I was fascinated out of my mind. I loved it when they went to the Bolivian desert and they were genuinely struggling as human Mm -hmm. beings. Yeah. There was nothing forced about that. Yeah. 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 This one was just I stopped feeling sorry for James May. It's like stop with the sight gags like Mm -hmm. I'm I'm. I feel dumber now. But the blushing. ones you're
1: talking about you connected with, it was just the challenge of does this work? There yeah. wasn't an extra layer of because of this
0: political commentary, it right. just does it work? Right. Right. All right, uh I've got uh let's see, maybe maybe one more question here real quickly from from St. Thomas on Instagram. He said, "You guys always talk about having both hands on the wheel while driving." What do you do when your significant other wants to hold your hand while you're driving? You hold her hand. You hold her hand.
1: (laughs) The end. (laughs) I will take my hand off the wheel to hold your hand. Absolutely. Yes. (laughs) 100%. Absolutely. Yes.
0: Well, guys, thank you so much for writing to us. We really, really appreciate it. We have a lot of fun. Hope you do, too. Hope you learn something, too. And write to us with your comments and questions. Looking forward to next time. Cheers.
2: Technology Truths, brought to you by GEICO. Technology Truths. Truth, you will certainly send any text about your supervisor to your supervisor.
0: What's with Janet's fangs? Did she lose a bet with a weed whacker? (laughs) LOL and sent. Wait, no, 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 no.
2: Truth, it's so easy to switch and save on car insurance at GEICO.com.
0: Janet, I think my phone was hacked or something.
2: GEICO, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.